Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. morning. That Blinky made it in. (laughs) (laughs) Old Blinky. (laughs) Sir blinks a lot. I fixed the uh, lights for yeah. you because that was the issue. Apparently. That is the issue. It's not a head injury. <laughs> Nothing, or, yeah. Not the scratched cornea. Uh, no, it's not a scratched cornea. They've done tests. He told he us actually, it was. He actually um, did go to the eye doctor mm-hmm. several times. And, the and last it was scratched time, something. It, it was scratched at the beginning. But then... So it was a scratched cornea. At the very beginning, yes. Okay. All right. And so Grant's just, not wrong. It was a scratched cornea. But it's not anymore. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They do heal. Yes. The corneas heal quickly. But they also tear constantly if you have a bad diet, if you drink too much, if you're not getting enough sleep, there's too much stress in your life. I went through this. I had an eye. It's the only surgery I've ever had is an eye surgery. So I had in the sack jack. Well, the sack jack, I'm on a list. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting. And if you're wondering what I think I'm on the same list with all the guys with hernias. (laughs) If you're wondering what a sack jack is, don't Don't Google Google it. It's it's not what Locke thinks. Locke actually counted how many times you blinked yesterday. So he's got that excited news coming up. (laughs) You need a life. Watched all the video from the show yesterday. I watched twice (laughs) just to make sure I had the right count. You need a life. (laughs) Wait till you find out how many times you blinked during that video yesterday that we did with Bag Milk. <laughs> uh, we'll do that uh, a little bit later on the show. The locker room news: Hyundai and Kia have recalled more, oh, I saw this, yeah. more than six hundred thousand cars in Canada, and are urging drivers of those vehicles to park outdoors away <laughs> from buildings because of a fire hazard. I um, saw that. Hyundai, the recall that shouldn't be funny. <laughs> it it, it is. is. It is. Uh, the recall is, is for funny. 2010 to 2015 years of select models because the anti-lock brake system could leak and start a fire. For Kia, it's between the years 2010 and 2017, and the recall is for a short uh, short circuit in the brakes. Yeah, both are a fire hazard. To check if your vehicle has been recalled, you can search on, on their websites using your VIN number. So okay. go to either website and then just put in your VIN number and it'll tell you if you need to park away from your house. So the <laughs> Hyundai in the middle of a park. Mechanic, uh, mechanics are going to be busy this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the Kia. And the Kia. Yeah. The Kia folks yeah, are going to be. will be yeah. very busy. You're going to be ripping, rip-roaring today. Because <laughs> yeah. there's more than a million cars in the U.S. So 600,000 here and then like 1.7 million or something in the U.S. Good Lord. Yeah. Wow. I wonder what the fix is. 
Yeah, really know. just a new little roofing caulking. <laughs> <laughs> Spray <Slapping> foam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the locker room. Just asking Grant just before we went on air here if it was too early to talk about Halloween costumes because it's not even October yet. But he said no. A lot of people are working on the costumes at home right now. Go to any department store. All the Halloween stuff is out. I, I mean, actually saw Halloween decorations when I was out for a dog a walk with the dog yesterday. Yeah, somebody's got their yard decorated already. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I know some people that started working on their Halloween costumes like months ago. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, some people are, but that's a very small percentage. There's some crazies. Some people out live there. for Halloween. Yeah, so. I was thinking about it from the perspective of, after I read an article, yeah. about what the popular costumes are going to be. And there was a Barbie thing, right? Because Barbie was big this year. Oh, yeah. A lot of people will be Barbie. A lot of, uh, you know, there will be some dudes going shirtless being Ken. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. There, yeah. There's going to be a lot of that. But there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot of huge sort of moments culture-wise to tie into Halloween this year. That's true, eh? Like, think about it. Barbie's a good one. There'll definitely be some Barbie. The uh, UFOs, I, maybe, but I mean... Yeah, not really, Is there some though. funny UFO stuff? Because it, it was a big year for the release of information about... Okay, I'm looking... E. Ariel e. from Little Mermaid, Barbie, Ted Lasso. There'll Ted, be, there'll Ted be Lasso. Some, there'll be some Star Wars stuff like Ahsoka. No, there uh, will not be. A, yes, a, a, there will. No. <laughs> Nobody, maybe, no, nobody will. Kids no. aren't watching it. No, no, yes, no. Nobody's no. dressing up as Ahsoka. That uh, is Ahsoka. That is so far off everyone's radar. I, that show is. That's you, and 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 I think you're. You live in your own world. Yeah, you're in your own. Oh, People Top are, Gun, maybe. Uh, that was last year, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Was Wasn't it last, that last year? summer or was that this summer? No, uh, that was last summer. Yeah. Yeah. See? But people well, might carry that over. Pete Davidson was big. Do you go as Pete Davidson's <laughs> girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, that would next, actually be a thing probably. Next girlfriend? I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Tucker Carlson getting fired? <laughs> Is that a costume? A little, a little too political nerdy. Oppenheimer? Just put a gag ball on and goes at Elon Musk? <laughs> if you're doing Oppenheimer, you'd have to go as a mushroom cloud. <laughs> I don't know. There's What is it? Like, usually there's are a we missing things. something? We have to be missing something. Maybe somebody will come up with something. There's always these big pop culture moments yeah. in the world that we live in where everyone sort of jumps on and ties into a costume. And outside of Barbie, I like... Yeah, I'm looking. There's nothing. Uh, people, John Dutton in Yellowstone. That's what you should be. You should be Rip. <laughs> Isn't Rip the guy it's with funny. all the hair? It's funny because I'm the furthest thing <laughs> from Rip. Yeah. You're listening to The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. So Taylor Swift, everyone's talking about her right now, especially in Canada, because she recently announced a Canadian tour and tickets wow. were insane. Canadian tour. Well, just, she's just Toronto. She's doing Toronto. Yeah. And she's doing like six nights or something yeah, like six that. Yeah, six shows or something around So everyone's losing their mind about tickets. And then she's dating um, Travis Kelsey. He's mm-hmm. a tight end from the, from the Chiefs. And she showed up at one of his games, the Sunday game. Yeah, with his mom. His sales of his uh, jersey went ballistic. And uh, anyway, I, I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. I'm... 
very confused by listen is she tell absolutely is she pretty absolutely i'm not saying this is not true mm-hmm. this is the conversation i'm I, i've had with like 30 people whenever i say i don't get it <laughs> they go what do you mean you don't get it she's very tall i'm yeah i'm talking about the level of success it doesn't add up to me that that's all right like i'm you can enjoy taylor swift music i i'm mm-hmm. fine with that right if you're a swiffer good for you go crazy Swifty. Is it Swifty? It's yeah. not a Swiffer. Okay, all right. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Get naked. Put Taylor Swift songs on and go crazy. To me, it, it never will add up. I'm okay. sorry. But I heard somebody talking about how many boyfriends she's had. Because Travis is like apparently number 18 in the last mm-hmm. like 15 plus years or something like that. Okay, what's that about? Somebody explain that's always, that to me. That's always been a thing. Um, she's known for dating men, having fun, and then writing songs about them, right? So everyone always jokes whenever she's like dating Travis Kelsey or whatever, being like, oh, I can't wait for the next album. Like, there's going to be an album soon. She's dating somebody, right? So that's kind of her thing. If he's a football uh, player, it could be, you know, a song could be Touch Me Down or... <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for coming today. <laughs> hey, I'm here for you. <laughs> Is that your dirty talk? Mm, touch me down. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but I'm just curious about your thoughts on this. Okay. Right? Why? Why so many boys? There's usually know. a reason, right? I, I bet we could look at, like... Is it the is it the men she's picking? Is it her... Like, what's going on here? This 18, like, they have her dating history from, like, 2006, 2007, and they've listed on the online, she's famous, yeah. they've got a list of 18 different men. Drew Dunlop, uh, Jordan Alford, I, I don't think we need to go through the whole list here. But, but Joe like- Jonas, John Mayer, Taylor Lautner, Adam Young, a bunch of people I don't know, Jake Gyllenhaal, Connor Kennedy, and some of these relationships are uh, like two, three months at a time. Yeah, she's just having fun when she's off tour. E- either that or else they date her and go, this chick's nuts. And then... Is it really that different from, look at any, any of the guys that she dated, their dating history? Look, she dated John Mayer. John Mayer has dated everyone. Okay. Right? He's had like 20, 30 girlfriends. He's in his 50s now. Why can't he settle down? Right? Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal. Joe Jonas is getting divorced right now. Yeah, he's... (laughs) Actually... He tears through ladies. Well, he's married to Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones, and they're getting divorced right now, and she's actually staying at Taylor Swift's apartment. They're friends? Yes. She's like reached out and was like, hey, I also dated Joe Jonas. You can stay in my apartment if you need. <laughs> I know what you're going through. I know what you're going through. So there's a speculation. She wrote a lot of songs about Harry Styles. Mm. Once upon a time, this is apparently one of them. I was in your sights. You got me Some of them are not very flattering either. Well, Dear John, that's about John Mayer. Is it? Okay. And it's not very flattering, but she was really young when he dated her. That's a little creepy. And she was like 18 and yeah, he was 40 or whatever. <laughs> All right. We've just spent way too much time talking about Taylor Swift. You love it. You're hooked now. I am not. So, so, Pete okay. Yeah, she, okay, I did yeah. it. I'm a Swiffer. <laughs> the locker room. Think in general, men are more inclined to... Um, 
to avoid doctors and 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 whatnot than than women. Like, oh, a hundred percent. Men are traditionally pretty bad about taking care of their health, making appointments, and and doing all yeah. sorts of things. We leave high school, we move away from our parents, and then mom's not making us appointments anymore. No dentists. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> Uh, uh, so I'm going to the eye doctor today for the first time in a long time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're married now, so you'll get taken care of. Like <laughs> things will get taken care of in your life. What, what, well, I was. It was more less like, when you were signal. I realized that I hadn't been in a long time. I was like, I don't have any problems with my eyes. I don't wear glasses. But I was like, maybe I should just go anyway, just to get checked. Not a bad idea. So old Blinky is inspiring me. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy is sort of the next level of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, he will avoid <clears throat> it, it's adulting, I think, more than anything. Is that what it? You didn't do your taxes for ten years. There, there is, there is uh, multiple degrees of adulting that I try to avoid if possible. But the doctor- you're not a lazy person, though. You're like- not lazy. You just avoid like. Weird things. Like, remember you wouldn't get internet in your apartment. And, like... That was... I wasn't sure I could afford it. But then once my cell phone bill ended up being four or $500 <laughs> at a time because of the amount of internet I was using. The internet was Maybe cheaper. Maybe I should. Yeah. Well, you're dumb, too. So there's... Yeah. There's, you have to focus <laughs> on that. I'm not going to argue with you there. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Jimmy's that guy. So what the medical thing is, Jimmy's that guy. Everybody's seen the picture of the guy sitting on the edge of the bed yeah. with the testicle that's the size <laughs> of a beanbag chair. And and you and you think to yourself, why didn't you go see a doctor? And he goes, well, I, don't know, I didn't think it was going to be a problem, right? Jimmy's that yeah. guy where he'll he'll go in and and his nut will be the size, like I said, of a beanbag chair. And the doctor will go, why didn't you come see me sooner? And he'll go, well, I don't know. A, I thought it was going to go the away. The bus schedule changed, right? Like, yes. there's always something that gets in the way Preventing of him it. doing something to take care of himself, and he's got an eye issue right now he smoked his head in july when he went to a football game got taken to emergency um and i think he's got ongoing issues he's been that's just me since, yeah. and i've been trying to bring it up because i feel like there's not a lot of people in jimmy's life that are like me right like it's, it's he's yeah. got a lot of hey how you doing little yeah. buddy you're doing great you're doing great good for you um, but he doesn't have a lot of guys like me in his life that mm-hmm. go, what's wrong with you, you moron? Go to the eye doctor. Um, to be fair, he has been looking at after this issue. Trying to. We don't know why, but he has got some eye issues right now. And he's and, and, and I started calling him Blinky. Um, yesterday, I noticed when I went back to look at the video to make sure that the bag milk video went up properly. Yeah. We do this Wednesday hit. I notice he's sitting there. He's like this. And I'm like, it is a, it's a perverse amount of times that he's blinking. Yeah. There's constant. something wrong here. And so I sat there and watched the 10 minute video. I watched it twice. The first 20 minutes time, of your day. <laughs> I, yeah. Just to prove a point, because you have to do this kind of stuff with Jimmy, right? Mm-hmm. You have to prove a point to make him aware that there might be an issue. Because he'll do this, like, and I'm not wrong, Greg. No, you're like, not. Without me bringing it up or anybody bringing it up, he will literally be that guy that goes into the doctor with a wheelbarrow with his nut. <laughs> you are that guy. 
That's true. <laughs> He'll take it like he will avoid the doctor. It'll be like he's literally blind. How is this not a doctor lock? Using a cane and everything. Anyway, so the first time I watched the 10-minute video, I counted 406 blinks. The second time I watched it, it was 409 blinks. <laughs> so roughly 400-plus blinks in a 10-minute video. Mm-hmm. Um, on average, I looked it up, a person blinks 15 to 20 times per minute. So on the high end, and, and 20 is a lot, on the high end, you should have only blinked 200 times during that 10-minute video. So you have you were blinking. Doubled it. You doubled it. And I thought it was going to be much higher than that. And I'm, I'm giving you the high end of this situation. Okay. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you. I, I don't think we should be taking any There's medical advice there. from locker room listeners, but I would like you to continue to look into your eye issue. I'm worried that you've got something like seriously wrong with with your eye, and I don't think it's allergies because there's no smoke in the air right now. No, it's not allergies. There's no. There's something drying my eye out, and it's moving like it's I worms. Do you see worms when you close your eyes? No. Grant, you're not helping. <laughs> I'm throwing ideas out there. Anyone else thinking about their blinking right now? I am. <laughs> Every time I blink, I'm very aware of it. I'm scared Locke's going to watch this tape and diagnose me. Okay, Grant. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm just I'm trying to be that guy in your life that that makes you aware of something like your issues. Like the eye oh, doctor totally is kind of the eye. The eye doctor is totally given up on him, right? Yeah. The the one that he was seeing in Saint Albert, she's just no, like she, she didn't give uh, give up. It's just it's she doesn't know what to do with you, right? So now I think I, I think it's it's I in the Lord's a, hands. I think it's a <laughs> the medical <laughs> the medical community has given up on him. <laughs> All right, bring out the leeches. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. Just chatting about avoiding the doctors. Jimmy is like an expert at it. We just got a text from somebody um, saying that there was a doctor that helped him out with his dry eye situation in Sherwood Park, which yeah. he'll never go to Sherwood Park. It might as well be <laughs> in Costa Rica. <laughs> um, Dustin said, my dad beats everyone. He had a hernia for 20 plus years. Finally, he went to the hospital when I called him one night and found out that it had doubled in size and he couldn't hold down food for the last three days. He said he thought the feeling would pass. The doctors looked at him, um, very confused, and said he could have been hours from death. <laughs> I had a friend who used to go, oh, hold on, wait. And he used to... Pop his hernia Pop back it in. Back in, yeah. <laughs> Get that it fixed. It was so gross. Get that fixed. It, it and it looked like a like an inner tube tire. <laughs> like like, a, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. It was so disgusting. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're gonna lose. Please. I feel good about our contestant today. His name is Bill. How you doing today, brother? Good, 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 good. Just on your way into work. I uh, just dropped my son off. I'm retired. Okay. Perfect. All right. Um, we got 25 seconds to answer five questions. If you make this happen, it's 500 bucks of Jimmy's catch in your pocket, brother. Okay, Bill? All right. All right. And remember, if you want to pass and we still have time, Grant will reread the question that yeah. you didn't get at the uh, at the back end of it. Okay? All okay. right. So, all right. Here we go, brother. 
Bill, right. are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Grant, are you ready? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Three, two, one. Smurfs are what color? I pass. I, I didn't hear you. Smurfs are what color? Blue. Who's saying, won't you be my neighbor? Mr. Rogers. What band does Slash play guitar for? Guns N' Roses. What do you call five of a kind in Yahtzee? And what famous Oilers goalie was nicknamed Coco. So, five of a kind in Yachty. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Say bye-bye to my bucks, baby. Better luck next time. Five of, I will. Five of a kind in Yahtzee is Yahtzee. Oh. And Grant Fuhr. Grant Fuhr is Coco. Yeah. I thought today I thought today we were going to get a winner. I Bill, just, you let us land, you know, buddy. Won't you be my neighbor? Slowed it down a bit. Yeah, and that one. And, and not hearing the question at mm-hmm. the front end of the gate. All right. I um, was I was happy that you lost. I was nervous at the beginning. <laughs> well, Pam will give it to me. Yeah. Pam! Pam! Yeah, 415. Pam, Pam's questions have been pretty easy lately. So 415 today. If you get a chance, tune in. Bill, good luck. Okay, buddy? You take care Thanks. of it. All right. Thank there you. we go. All right. No winner again today. No. The Locker Room presents the Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. As the head of the Grant Report, I do feel a responsibility to bring the news to you. And not just the news that Justin Trudeau pays me to talk about. <laughs> I even bring the stories that he's tried to ban us from talking about. That's what we do here. Like this. When I started the Grant Report, I promised that I would make it my goal to bring down paper straws. So anytime there's a story about them, I have to do a little piece on it. According to a recent research paper that just came out this week, paper straws contain more forever chemicals than straws made of any other material. Forever chemicals. If you don't know what those are, forever chemicals increase your risk of cancer, have negative effects on your fertility, Increase your obesity risk and shrink your taint. Let me repeat that last part. Paper straws are shrinking your taint. I don't want that. Justin Trudeau is trying to shrink our taints with his paper straws. What's more important right now? Saving the dolphins in the North Saskatchewan River or having a normal sized taint? Taints. You know, I'm all for recycling and saving the environment. I know that plastic is bad, but I like my taint. And when I get a smoothie or an iced coffee and I have to put my lips on a wet, soggy paper straw, nothing fills me with more rage. I got a milkshake. I want to enjoy it. If you give me a paper straw, I'm going to light a tire fire. (laughs) The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise, the only place to get your Stay Angry t-shirt. Text us now to get the link to shop. This one right here. Lachlan's modeling it right now. There you go. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. So we've talked about this before when Netflix was doing it. And for whatever reason, you know what I think it is? A big part of it is we just, in Canada, we're so used to just taking it up the hoop Mm -hmm. from our public officials that massive companies go, well, they're so used to just bending over and taking it. Do what we want. Yeah. So let's try this out in Canada, because if we do this in the States, people will just 
they'll be riding in the yeah. streets and flipping cars and burning buildings. Oh. Um, in Canada, we oh. just go. Ugh. Although the Netflix one worked in reverse, so when they cracked down on password sharing, uh, we actually canceled our accounts in Canada, and, and the U.S. took it. Oh, did they? And people started. It actually worked in the states. People subscribed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also think, too, it's a smaller market, so maybe... Yeah, they're not worried about upsetting us. They're not as... They don't make as much money from Canada as they do in the States. It's it's a bigger deal down in the U.S. They're like, if we lose the Canadian market a little bit, eh, it's fine. Yeah. So the the password-sharing lockdown with Netflix continues, actually. Mm -hmm. And when it first happened, I remember saying specifically out loud, and I I called all my family, all my kids, and I said, don't sign anything, don't click on anything, right? Because what they're doing is they're trying to get you to say, this is what my main address is. Uh, I'm not, this is not our, Mm -hmm. so we just, I just avoided all of those pop-up screens on the Netflix I just you you could exit out of them. Yeah. And I told everybody else to do that and I, I think it worked for a time being. For for a while. Mm-hmm. Um there was also something where you went into the back and and you and everybody had to have the same email address or something like that in your settings. Yeah, you Remember? all had to have the same email. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, there, there was a couple of things that you could do to um sort of alleviate the possibility of Netflix finding out that you were sharing your password and then locking you and your family down. Um, Disney is looking at doing it in Canada, and they're going to start cracking down in November. So keep that in mind, all right? If you get an email from Disney asking you to... Or when you click on... When you go to log in... Yeah. Don't click on anything. Don't click on anything. Don't say anything to them. Just ignore them. Mm-hmm. Your service will continue to work. Okay? That's my advice to people. So, Locke, when you log into Disney, don't click on anything because it's my account because you use my Disney and but I the, use the your The thing Netflix. is, it's not going to lock you out. It'll lock the, the, the person stealing the password out. Right? Maybe uh, like I don't know what it, what exactly it might do because if you say this is the home address, it might lock me out. They're also adding ads to the Disney Plus, so you can get the cheaper one. Yeah, and then it'll have commercials in it. So in my family, I've got um, I've got my wife and I at home. Okay, I've got Bluebird in Vancouver, my youngest. Yeah, and it's Netflix is still working for her. Um, and then in Toronto, my daughter uses Netflix on our account as well, Monkey Bird. And she's saying it's not working. But I don't trust. She's not the most technical. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Well, she might I have just had a my, bad day. I was using my dad's Netflix account, and it kicked us out. Okay. Um, but then it started working randomly again. So it kicked us out for a period so I, of time, and then it started working again. And then he just canceled his account anyways. But Like... Uh, I am my stepson. I'm on your Netflix, but I use it like once a month. There's not really a lot that not, I really. There's no superhero shows the on only, Netflix anymore. Actually, That's a good point. <laughs> um, but like I use it if the Jimmy at the movies is yeah. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. on Netflix. Well, and again, like I said, I, I don't know. I don't know if Disney will do it differently than Netflix, but I know that Netflix, when they first announced that they were going to start cracking down on password mm-hmm. sharing, they were asking people to assign 
your home address. Like yeah. what what account has the home? And I and I just it was the same thing. We kind of learned our lesson with the National Registry for um, firearms. No, no not <laughs> firearms. Don't the, the Do Not Call Registry. The Do Not Call Registry. Remember, Grant? The same thing for firearms. Just don't tell them how many weapons you have. Jesus. Because <laughs> that's what they ended. That's because I know where you were going with that. Yeah. Is if you don't want. Well, I a, signed up for that because I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want any of those calls. And then and they man, just called you more. My phone was ringing. Yeah. Constantly. Jimmy was behind that. Yeah, Jimmy actually, because that's the thing. The when you did his... that, you well, signed the government that signed signed everybody up, and then they started selling the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And the telemarketers were calling you. Yeah, because under the do not. Oh, let's not get into the do not call thing with us. Yeah, totally we've already different. had enough communication from Sean today. <laughs> we can move on. The locker room news. Justin Trudeau offered unreserved apologies yesterday for Parliament's recognition of a man who fought for the Nazis in World War II. Trudeau called the mistake deeply embarrassing for Parliament and for Canada. You think? Yeah. Uh, it was the first. Yeah, this isn't even a political thing. This isn't no, even. It, this isn't even about liberals, conservatives, it's Democrats, embarrassing. Republicans, right, left, middle. I don't give two flying hoots what you. Mm-hmm. We had somebody from Ontario. We got we got quite a few listeners around the country because you can listen on apps and stuff like that. <clears throat> you got a guy. I hear from a guy every week. Lis- listens to us in Mexico City, Bobby. Yeah. And um, he's the and, one that runs that weird dating website, right? He yeah, always posted on your Facebook. It's called Humped. I, I always think that it's like a scam. But then I don't I'm like, think his, it is. His comment, his comments are real, and then he always links his Humped.com <laughs> post. That's on one it. you should sign up for, Jimmy. Yeah, you should get on that. He might give you a free account. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Thanks for the offer, though. Sign up for Hump today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you guys help me set up my profile? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but um, we heard from somebody that's in the riding that the speaker um, was from. Yeah. That, that and he apparently he's a good guy. And I and I said to I can't remember the guy's name. I was thinking it was Scott that called us yesterday. And I remember saying to him, I'm like, it doesn't matter if he's a good guy. That is just that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Lots of good people make bad decisions, yeah. and they. They should get punished for it. I mean, and that's definitely one of those situations. And and again, this isn't about whether it's Justin Trudeau or if it... Um, it's just so, so egregious on so many levels. I don't even know where to start with this thing. Speaking of the speaker, so he resigned. Talks are underway to have an opposition MP elected as Speaker of the House now. Because of their combined leverage over the Liberals... The opposition can put in their own speaker now. So if the NDP and conservatives decide that they want to put in somebody, they can. Oh, so it the sounds conservatives like it won't be now a lib- have a coalition with the NDP? It sounds like it, or the bloc, or, or the bloc. It, it won't be a liberal speaker of the House this time now, is what they're saying. I don't know what that means. I don't know the significance of that. I don't know that. if it changes it. Don't they just tell people when to talk and when not to talk? Well, and if you say poop or something, yeah, they, they, get punish up, you they punish and, you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're the one that just coordinates. They're like the... I, I think it's... They're like the parent of the house. I don't think it's a role that has much significance outside of... Um, Not that I remember. Authority. Like, it, it, it's it's a figurehead thing, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it would I, probably I know, be I used... Know in this, 
I know in the states they they the have speaker of the house is a, is a bigger deal in the states. I think so. Hmm. Like they can actually that guy actually can make changes to if law. If I'm not mistaken, stuff, I right? saw it in the movie. I'm not sure if it's 100 percent true, but. <laughs> If, I saw this in Game of if Thrones. The, if, if the president and the vice president die, the speaker because or is incapacitated, the speaker becomes uh, in charge. Is that what happened in Independence Day? <laughs> okay, let's move on because we shouldn't be talking about politics. I, 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 I don't think we should be making light of what happened no and um and and again i don't know what the answer is i i mean i want justin trudeau to step down mm-hmm. <laughs> that's <laughs> and, not happening and give up his you know the 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 role of leader of our country i don't think that's going to happen is that what should happen i don't know you know what i mean we can yeah. go down a rabbit hole here with this so let's just move on on air online and on our app welcome to the locker room I'm Laura, a proud member of the Sparks. Tomorrow, I'll be at school, but you can buy my cookies from Uncle Jimmy. She didn't read the line I put in there at the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is Scout's code, I think. <laughs> All right. Um, Jimmy's going to be selling cookies outside of the radio station tomorrow. This is uh, step one in a five-part plan to get his five picks pack mm-hmm. in the locker room. Celebrity death which we're at round 21. In September, he wasn't supposed to drink anything other than alcohol-wise. Boxed wine, and he got caught drinking, well, more than five times. So we took his picks away from him. Now we're trying to get picks back to him so that he can be part of the next round here as we move forward. So tomorrow, right at 6 o'clock, he'll be down at the front of the building. What's our address 5241 again? Calgary Trail. It's Center 104. Right next to the Subaru, Peter's Drive-In. Yeah. Uh, yeah right across, across from so the Ramada. He'll be in the parking lot with a table and Girl Guide cookies, and he'll be taking... Uh, they're $6 a box now, by the way. Okay. So they're a dollar more than they were a couple years ago. So. All right. And, and the money the chocolate is, mint. The money is going to Grant's daughter, Nora, yeah. and her... Sales of the of the Sparks cookies slash Girl Guides. Yeah, you have to practice the pledge for tomorrow. We got to get you to do the pledge. Okay. Is it two fingers or three fingers? Two fingers. Uh, Is it right hand? I think I, it's I think it's three fingers, Grant. That's no, it's two fingers. Are you sure? Yes, she told me. Okay. All right. Two two, fi- fi- two fingers. Okay. okay. And you have to say, I promise to share and be a good friend. I promise to share and be a good friend. All right. Jimmy's got a little outfit on right now. He's got his corn cop um, outfit on. When uh, when we find out that people are selling Tabor corn without yeah. a certificate, we send Jimmy to bust their asses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So With my uh, foam nunchucks. Yeah. Okay. So, again, practice one more time. I, I, what is it? <laughs> I promise to share and be a friend. Be I promise be a good friend. Yes. I promise to share and be a good friend. <laughs> right. Do I have the, to say it every time people do three? Is it three for the boys? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, All right. Do I have to say it every time someone comes and buys cookies? I think so. I don't yeah. know if that's a thing, but whatever. Whatever makes you happy there, little No, buddy. it's just a anyway. There's always a so twist. So tomorrow, right down at the at the front of our building. Swing by 
grab cookies. You got a couple of boxes. And, oh yeah, we got a couple cases. And bring cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah we cash don't have easiest. credit. We don't have credit for this. <laughs> the locker room only on cruise. I was half a paying attention to this. This sure is wild. Story. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. When you look into it, you're, I'm trying to figure out the details, and I'm like, but this is it's weird. very convoluted. Grant. So share. Has a son with Greg Allman. Yes. His name is Elijah Allman. And her other son is... His name is Chaz, and that's the... With Sonny. With Sonny. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, she's got a few kids. Um, She has a couple with Greg Allman. uh, And then... Yeah. Uh, So, Elijah... Her son was... And this is the one that had the drug issues he too, right? He still has drug issues. Yeah, he's in treatment right now. He was getting divorced from his wife. So divorce proceedings are ongoing. Yeah. At some point during the divorce, him and his wife reconnected. And they were in a hotel room together for four days doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Cher didn't like that because she didn't like her daughter-in-law. So she allegedly hired four men to break into the hotel room and kidnap him yeah. to keep them apart. <laughs> but And then I think dragged him to a treatment center. And, and listen, I don't think there's... Listen, if you grow up and shares your mom, yeah. you're probably not destined to have a normal existence. No, probably not. No, yeah. I mean, it, it probably goes without saying that anybody who's famous with kids, those kids have... They're always a little weird. They're, they're always yeah, they're maybe always a, little a little bit, little not strange. always, but I think there's a greater chance your kids are going to be a little bit weird. Or you, you get like when you have a bunch of kids, you end up like with the Tom Hanks situation where you have one son yeah. who is exactly like you and who is a great actor and normal, and then you get Chet yeah. Hanks, yeah. who is just, well, he's Chet. He's, <laughs> he's out there. I think the first problem might have been calling him Chet. Yeah, they yeah. doomed him. Yeah. So. so anyway. He, uh, this this um, Elijah, I guess, is still getting treatment. His ex-wife is the one saying that Cher did this kidnapping thing. The reason you're going to hear about this right now is because, like Grant said, this is a divorce proceeding right now yeah. between Elijah and this this ex-wife, right? Yeah. But they have been um, they've been a, a very volatile couple over the years, and and right now she's even she's in court. The, the court proceedings are happening right now without Elijah. Yeah, he's in he's in treatment. And Eli- so. yes, and Elijah is in a undisclosed like Cher won't even tell anybody where he is. Mm-hmm. She's she's trying to keep him. And you know what? Listen, when there's addiction involved in situations like this, he said, <sighs> he said he's been using drugs since he was 11. Yeah, it's insane. Like, yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense when you're when you have singer like a like singers that are. Uh, but you know what? On tour, and the Hollywood then- thing. Like, if you've read any books from people who grew up down there, yeah. it was nuts. It was insane mm-hmm. what their parents were doing. There was, like, Coke parties well, and kids running around but unattended. But when you're um, at a concert, you're behind the scenes with with all these all these uh, stagehands that do every drug that there is. I can't, and this you're is back not there. the stagehands' fault. I no, no, no. But it's just you. You're I like, can't remember hey, let me try. Was, I'm not uh, blaming this. I can't remember if it was uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Anthony Kiedis. His, I think it was him because his, his dad was like a record producer and would take him to clubs with him and stuff. And yeah. like, he'd do drugs with his 10-year-old son. Yeah, like, he was doing hard drugs when he was like 13, was 14, his, 15 years of age. His dad giving it to him. Yeah. Well, there was also... 
a time where, um, and we just, like, I just missed it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 53, and anybody that was just a couple of years ahead of me in radio, yeah. um, five years, you know, five, six, seven, eight years, every single one of them, to a person, had um, had a very different experience in their first few years of radio than I did. Yeah, there was a, a different window there. There was, a, there was a window of time where it was like a band would get brought to the radio station, and you would do an interview, and the record guy would have blow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you would sit down, and they would... They, they had... When I moved to Winnipeg, there was razor blade marks on the... <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, I don't doubt on it. On the board. board. Yeah. On the board, they cut up coke on the board, and they would do drugs in the morning, like in the, at like seven o'clock in the morning with an artist. Like that happened. It was. It, you hear artists talk about their drug use back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, and people didn't think there was an issue with cocaine. No, like they honestly thought it was like, oh, was, oh no, everybody does this. I, I was listening it's good to for you. Chevy Chase's really? interview on Mark Marin. And he's talking about the SNL oh, days. Oh, the 70s. And he's like, yes, and uh, Mark says something about like drugs, and Chevy's like, yeah, everyone was doing it. Like, it was normal. It was in the green room. Yeah. It was in bowls. <laughs> yeah. Right? And there was pills, and it was a different world. Like, quaaludes, like, all that kind of stuff. Wow. Well, it was, yeah. And I just missed that window, because when I got into radio, all of a sudden, everybody was like, oh, no, no, this might not be good for you, everybody. Yeah. Like, slow your roll. And um, yeah, and I I don't regret it because yeah, man, if, I would have been you, a runaway if you would, <laughs> yeah, like you're very addictive personality. I am as well. If I got on that stuff, I'd be uh, toast. Yeah, and, and imagine if if it was like I don't know, somebody said to you that it was good for you or that it wasn't a problem. Like, you're not going to... There's no... No, this stuff isn't addictive. This would just make you stay up all night. No, it's 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 fine, right? That was the mentality behind yeah. it. So, like... I, and again, Cher, she can deny it, but I know yeah. that that was her world. So she, her kids were brought up in that. Yeah. Right? Remember that Greg Allman was her dad, the dad, like, and he was a legendary, yeah. um, you know, yeah. Remember somebody else that we worked with and we were having a conversation who would get on blow. We were, yeah. Ed told us story it's before. awesome. Yeah. There was a guy in the room that was getting, he was getting angry, more and more frustrated about <laughs> the conversation. And then finally stood up in the middle of the room and went, I don't know what's wrong with you guys, guys. Cocaine is amazing. <laughs> Look at you. You found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. We are having a conversation yesterday about Twitter being a weird place. Yeah. And it kind of evolved into a conversation about my recent addiction to, and this is your fault. I'm now a Chinese spy because of Grant Johnson. I'm on TikTok and um, I'm... I'm going on it, mm-hmm. and I'm getting sucked into the timeline, and I'm watching the, the algorithm. Just shows you what you want to see. It's crazy. And you just watch these videos, like yeah. And uh, and I admitted that I'm doing it on the toilet, and then um, we had this conversation. It ended up being a conversation at the front end about mm-hmm. how weird it is to you know be on Twitter and seeing a watching Ed the, Ed sock, the sock and, and Theo, Theo Flurry fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> things he never would see other than. Right. Twitter, right? And uh, I got a note this morning. Somebody watched the post, 
was a video, and they were commenting that they know people now, and I think this person was including themselves, that men don't use the urinal as much anymore because they want to sit down with their phones so they'll go, even if they have to pee, they go sit down to pee so that they can spend time on their phones. He said several dudes have said they haven't used a urinal in years because sitting to pee gives them more phone time. (laughs) (laughs) I could see it like if you're at work and you hate your job and you're like, yeah, all right, I'm going to take... Instead of a quick pee, I'm going to have a five-minute pee here. Well, and take I my time. We, we had a conversation about that. People escaping yeah. work to watch hiding out in the bathroom, and, and, and yeah. Remember that guy phone in? He says, "I watch a 30-minute episode of so and so, whatever it was, <laughs> yeah. every day at work yeah. on the dumper." Yeah. Anyway, what's that saying about pooing on company time? I don't know what the saying is, uh, but Twitter is a weird place because that note came from the Mediterranean chicken. Mm-hmm. Boss, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. <laughs> Thank you for that, Grant. <laughs> on air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. Calling Ryan from Deadmonton. Hello. Boo. Hello there. <laughs> Has anybody done that to you? Kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got me good there. <laughs> got my coffee everywhere. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, Ryan. Um, you have the new venue for Deadmonton this year. You must be pretty excited. We are. Yeah, we've gone bigger and better, much bigger. So uh, the old Edmonton Sun building is huge. Uh, wow. It's offering a lot of potential for us. Can you tell us what the theme is for this year's Deadmonton? Well, this year we have added... A third show. So we've got Return of the Williams Farm, which takes us back to our first year. Okay. Uh, and then we have the convent, and then we also have the print show. So three shows. Nice. Wow. So I went to the webpage. Are there any pictures from the new, the new leg of the, of the of the tour of Edmonton on the on no? The, okay, I was wondering. There isn't. Yeah, we're still working on that show even. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know how busy you've been. When like, you work on this all year, eh? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every day, we we've got people here. And uh, we had three weeks to move, and then we had to build nine years in these last few months. So it's been a crazy year. Wow. How many locations have you been in now? Is this your third? This will be our fourth. Fourth. That's right. So yeah. c- let's recap them. I know you were on Jasper for at the theater. The theater for a heartbeat. Yeah, our first year was in an old warehouse just across the street from Grant McEwen. Oh, okay. So it was an old abandoned warehouse, a little tiny place. And then, yeah, we moved to the Paramount Theater on Jasper Ave. Yeah. And then we moved to the warehouse on uh, Gateway. And then here is our final resting place. This is it. Edmonton. Yeah. So with with this location, do you have a similar setup where you had the food trucks and and the bar and everything like that? Were you able to uh, recreate that, Ryan? Yeah, we for sure. Last year we started Camp Edmonton. We were able to redo that here, so we have a nice fire pit area outside, the trees, the bar. But now we also have an indoor area where people can, you know, it's a little chilly out. They can go inside, have some drinks uh, okay. and food inside, and okay, hang out inside. Nice. So it works good. I want to ask. Um, so you said there's three shows at Edmonton. With one ticket, do I get to go to all three shows? All three of them. Yep. That's very cool. Okay. Wanted to make sure about that. <laughs> and Jimmy yeah. wants to know if the, uh, 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 the the effing guy with the chainsaw is still kicking around. <laughs> well, 
Well, no, there won't be any chainsaws in the show this year. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Not a one, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, what's the first night for Dedmonton, Ryan? The 29th, so we're okay. only a, a, a few weeks away here. Uh, Friday night uh, is the, September 29th is our opening night. And can we pre-buy our tickets already? You can, yeah. Tickets have been on sale for a while, um, so I would get your tickets. They're going fast. We will, especially late October, we will sell out for sure. Yeah. Uh, and we're running all the way into the first uh, weekend into November, which is our Lights Out event. Uh, where should we send people to get ticket info? DedmontonHouse.com. Google Dedmonton and we'll pop up and all the info is there. There's a little write-up on each uh, show and the link to buy tickets. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.